Do you think we were noticed? By no one. They're much too busy playing at croquet. I've loved you all my life. But we only met two days ago. That's when my life began. Hey, am I the only one who's trying to figure out this crazy little thing we call love? So usually what I do is I have people introduce themselves. So just for our listeners, if you don't mind, just going ahead and introducing yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Dennis. I'm... God, what am I? <laughs> I'm a writer, I guess. Yeah, I'm a writer. I write about nerd culture. Most of my written stuff is about anime. You can find most of my stuff on Anime News Network. I also write about video games and movies. Uh, that's on our website, Nerdotaku. So I'm the COO of Nerdotaku, which is a... <laughs> that sounds fancy, but really it's just... I, 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 I guess I help get stuff done for Nerdotaku, which is a nerd culture lifestyle organization. So yeah, I guess, I guess that's pretty much it. <laughs> I hope that suffices. So you and I earlier were talking about how we are both unqualified to talk about love, but I need to obviously start with how would you define love? So I've been told I have a morbid outlook on love. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to ask you. Like love in just the general, like. In the general sense, it's romantic love, yeah. parental love, sibling love. How would you define love? I guess to me, love is, it's an irrational feeling, an irrational emotion that you get or you express in different ways. Like it's, I saw it recently, someone saying that they don't want to have a child because they are afraid of having their heart outside of their body. And I think that is the best definition of what love is. I think if you truly love someone, you are extremely vulnerable you're putting your heart out there in the world yeah you know whether it be your parent you know that's why they call it loss right like you're losing something so dear to you you've lost a piece of your heart that's why it's called heartbreak yeah. you know like there's a piece that you gave to someone and it's gone they tore it apart or they are nurturing it they are growing that heart right and that goes with your, your siblings with your parents with, I don't know, your workmates, your friends. I, I, I think that honestly is the best definition. It's like an extension of your heart outside of outside you. Outside of your body, which is very dangerous. <laughs> your heart should never be outside your body. So like I said, my definition is very, I was told is very morbid. And it's based on a song by, what are they called? Death Cab for Cutie. And the song is called What Sarah Said. I love that band. And at the end of the song, that particular song, there's a line that goes, but I'm thinking of what Sarah said, that love is watching someone die. Who's going to watch you die? In the context of the song, the guy is in the hospital, obviously watching someone die and that's love. But for me, it was like, you really do pick somebody and every day, whether it's your parents, your siblings, some significant other, and this person, you're really watching them every single day 
die or get closer to death. Although, wouldn't you argue and say that that is everyone, whether you love them or not, everyone is slowly dying? Is it painful when somebody you don't love dies? I guess not as much, but you, you can, can empathize. Unless otherwise. Yeah. But I, I feel like for me, it's one of those things where you have to be very comfortable in saying, I'm choosing this person or, you know, I'm showing love to this person. But at the same time, I'm not comfortable, but comfortable enough to sort of watch this person go through life and eventually die. Why, why the morbid outlook though? Where did that come from? I really don't know. I just, I feel like love is, it's painful. And this is coming from somebody who's, okay, in, in a romantic, significant other sort of way, I don't think I've ever been in love. I think I've cared enough for somebody, but not actually been in love with them. How did you differentiate? Um, if you've never been, how do you know that you... I didn't mind them being gone. <laughs> them being away. You know, there's some people who are like, he was away from me for like two weeks and I felt like my world was falling apart. And I think for me, it was like, oh, you went away. And I was like, okay, cool. And then it sounds psychopathic, but at the same time, it, it just, it didn't bother me enough. And while I did care about the person, I was not in love with the person. I guess for me, that, that's how I, I would say I know whether it's correct or wrong. We shall find out when people drag me on Twitter. But <laughs> <laughs> but how, how would you know that you're in love? The first time that I figured I was in love, and this is sounding really lame, mm. but it was unrequited. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm used to it. No, but um, yeah, it was unrequited, and she was really good about it. You know, like she helped me a lot with. How like, did how she to, help you? Like we we talked about it was pretty mature, and I was like 21 at the time. I was pretty young, so like. Uh, or 20 I was quite I was probably younger than that actually like we talked about it like you know like when you're like a teenager or whatever you're every, yeah. everyone's like dancing around the subject but like she came up front about it and was like you know like we used to talk every day it was but she just walked up intimate... to you and said I, I know you're in love with me but dude this is yeah pretty work. much pretty much like <laughs> she's like I know like, like tell me straight up like how you feel and you know i i fessed up like i think we both knew i just never ever outright said it and i think doing that really helped because you know at the time she was just starting to get into a relationship that she was pretty serious about so that was that, that was affecting our friendship i guess i was hurt you know i was hurting not hurt i was hurting and it, it was affecting the way we were communicating and the way we were interacting and she was like this can't continue because I, you know, I really do like you as a friend. And and at the time, that sounds like, oh, whatever. But like, it, it really was true. Yeah, we talked it out. Like, she mentioned uh, how, you know, like, nothing personal, whatever. The feelings just weren't mutual. 
yeah. and all that. And it took me time, and by time I mean years, many years to heal. And I hadn't seen her for about five, six, maybe seven years at a certain point. And then one day, <laughs> we were having an impromptu party at my friend's place. This is like the wildest party we've ever had in, <laughs> in my personal life. And so like this at, at, at this party, and this was here in, in, in Zambia, and she was in the US at the time. And she just texts me out of the sun, like, I'm back in Zambia, where you at? And I'm like, whoa, first of all, I haven't talked to you in like three, four years. And okay. And I'm like, I give her like, I'm here, I'm here. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm passing through. I'm like, oh shit, wow, really? And I was so nervous. Like I was freaking out. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? You know, as she shows up and she showed up with her at that time, fiance. And oh, I, wow. was, I could wow. see how happy she was about it. And I felt... Yeah genuinely really happy for her i was like i am so glad you that so you are happy. no i didn't and i think that's when i knew i was like i think that's love like I, I was like i i was genuinely in love with this person like i think that's the first time i i felt real love and it it, it always sounds corny the way people say and stuff like that but like i genuinely just wanted her to be happy and she looked really happy you know and yeah I was like, this is this is good for you. This is excellent. I'm I'm glad that at least one of us got, you know, something that made them really, really happy. So love now is basically wanting to see somebody else happy. Yeah, because like Would based on the it? definition I gave, it's a I, I gave yeah. away a piece of my heart, right? And she has it. And I don't want that piece that she has of my heart to suffer. So seeing that piece she has happy makes me happy i, I guess that's a so in case uh, <laughs> in case anyone asks me whether you're single or not what should I say? <laughs> because i feel a couple of people will probably be like oh my god this guy what is yeah i know i know that sounds so like whatever and, and, so and it's something sweet. which came up like with my ex she's like oh you she she always called her like your forever love you know mm-hmm. like her name was priscilla like i'm very sure she's not gonna hear this if she does holy <laughs> shit but like uh <laughs> she's like oh you forever love priscilla and i'm like no but also kind of but no you know um i i think it was important that i had that interaction because it made me understand like now when i'm with another person or with my friends or making new friends, I know that it's love. You know, yeah. like, I, I, it was very difficult for me to make new friends because I've had the same friends since literally kindergarten. I kid you not. So it was very hard for me to make new friends because when you have deep connections, long-lasting connections like that, it's like, how do I start from scratch with you now? Like, I've, or I've never really, like, made a friend. Like, how do I start making friends now as an adult, you know? But, like, <laughs> for example, with, like, one of my friends, uh, Chate, I know I love him because yes. I've experienced love before. You know, like I, I, I feel yeah. it in my heart. I, it's a similar feeling to the way I felt about Priscilla. Like, obviously, it's not romantic, but it's it's a similar feeling. Like, I, I feel happy when they are happy. I feel sad okay. when they're sad. I don't want any hurt to come upon them. You know, mm. stuff like that. Okay, so in a in a friendship sort of love kind of way, it's wanting your friends to be happy, but in the romantic sense. So, give me a situation where you're in love, 
she's in love and you know that this is love so that's complicated where when you add <laughs> she's in love part not because... a facebook it's not a facebook <laughs> status <laughs> i know it's complicated for me personally because i have pretty low self esteem so um no. i don't know or rather even if you tell me mm-hmm. basically i need reassurance i'm like why would you be in love with me i'm lame as shit you know like <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, I, I get that because I, I've been told by an ex-adjacent that if somebody ever comes to tell me that they love me, there's a very good chance I will burst out laughing. And <laughs> the person just needs to understand that I'm, 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 it's not that I don't love them. Like <laughs> I probably would if you get to that point of telling me that you love me, but you just need to understand that there's a very good chance I will burst out laughing, and not in a horrible way, but like you know, it's, it's kind of like a, are you sure? Do you want to rethink this thing that you are saying to me? Like I'm giving you like a good amount of time <laughs> to take it back. <laughs> but why like, is that? I, I why why the, why would you laugh? Like what made you? Um, have that out i think for me it's I, I not that i don't know i do know if somebody tells me they love me i'm kind of like are we sure about this like this is a choice that you are making like we are making this level of investment <laughs> um and are, are we sure are you sure about this like i, I i'm wait, sort of waiting for the right phrase really is i'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop so if someone comes and tells me that they love me, I'm like, oh, the shoe that's going to fall when this thing ends is going to be so dramatic. So let's sort of get to the end of it. Let's <laughs> skip this entire <laughs> part and just get to the end <laughs> of where the shoe drops. Like, what is the skeleton in your closet? Like, let's let's get to that part so that we can not do this whole this whole thing.
What would you say is your biggest fear about love? I've got a few, I guess. Oh, do tell. I mean, the obvious one is someone losing love for me. Mm-hmm. Like, what if someone just stops loving me? You know, <laughs> that's that's heartbreaking. You know, it's it's uh, it's scary. It's very scary. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> even just thinking about it is like. It's, it's making you feel a certain kind of way. Yeah, because you invest so much. Yeah, and it's not even the invest. It's not even the invest, like quote unquote loss of investment. That hurts. It's just like again going by my definition, you're losing a piece of yourself. Or is it them not being there? That presence not being there. Exactly. In your life? So it's like, like I said, it's like losing a piece of yourself. Yeah. Like if the investment is not, it's not monetary, whatever. It's it's more, it's emotional. It's even physical, you know, like it's, it's a part of yourself that you've been vulnerable enough to give to someone and they're, mm-hmm. they're taking, it's in their hands and they've decided to say, you know what? No, I, I don't want to take good care of this thing anymore or whatever. We're separating or whatever. Yeah, I'm tired of it. Tired. <laughs> it's gross, <laughs> and, and that's that's very scary. You know, like it it mean it it's um it's why when some people break up, it takes a long time for them to fully like accept love again. Yeah, you know, people have different reactions. Some are like, oh, it's whole time, baby, let's go. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> And then others like try to find that love again so fast. It's like I need, I need, it, I need that fix. I need that fix. But then it's not the same, you know. It definitely so isn't. That I'm very scared of for 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 those particular reasons. Do you think that us as millennials are just not caring enough? Maybe that's like the wrong phrase. But we're very, at least in the relationships I've witnessed, we're very jump from one space to another. I. I can't speak for like in my experience I yeah. haven't done that so I can't I can't speak to that from a personal point of view. Yeah. Um but f- from what I have seen I I actually don't think so. I think most millennials are they pretend a lot. You know they're pretentious. <laughs> they put yeah. on airs of like being tough, you know, or the streets mm-hmm. and 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 all that <laughs> nonsense. And it's like, just be vulnerable, dude. Like, who are you trying to impress? Just, <laughs> just be vulnerable. Like, allow it. Like, allow yourself to say, I am in love with you. And I will be so sad if you break my heart. Millennials just don't want to <laughs> ever be the one to to say that. Or that whole thing of weird dating culture stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember I always used to joke with my ex. I was like, if we ever break up. I am stuck because I don't know how to date. Like, I just don't know how to... I, I don't... Like, I would see people tweet stuff, like, you know, just just different things that people say about dating life. And I'm like, that's so dumb. I never want to experience that like, <laughs> in my life. You know, like, oh, like, the, the don't double text nonsense. 
and if he does three this days then to text him shit like shit like that like what the fuck is that like that dude i like you i am going to text you all the time every day i'm going to send you all the memes your your inbox will be flooded with my messages every hour you know what i mean like i'm interested in you so why should i pretend that like i want to spend time so why should i be like no i only text you after three days like why why so then when Isn't that what when you to do? but why though to get the some sort of proverbial upper hand in the relationship Something to be like, like oh that, i'm the one or... who's on top why why do you want to be on top why don't you or, just want or... to be vulnerable when you're in love with someone you don't have to play games you don't have no, to you don't you really don't. um like we're too, we're oh, I, even if you're young dude I, and here's the thing i think to not to to see what true love is look yeah. at toddlers look at six seven eight nine ten year olds ten year olds look at how genuine they are with the stuff they love look at like teenagers it, this even goes with like media right like when a kid yeah. loves a show or a a book or a video game or their favorite uncle they run towards them when they, they sh- you know what i mean like it's like it's yeah. expressive it's super vulnerable it's like i love you it. and i am showing it to you i don't care how dumb i look that's love why can't we just be like why can't you be like that's my boyfriend i'm so excited to see him i'm screaming at him coming out of the car like i i've been waiting for you since last night i, I never slept because i wanted to see but you don't want to do that because you look too vulnerable and that's dumb to me So what's the other thing you're afraid of about love? I'm afraid of unrequited love again. Like having experienced that yeah. was painful. So painful. And again, it's like it's a leap of faith, right? Because rejection is real. And it's more common than people express. Yeah. You know? And because people don't express how often they reject, it looks like oh this person is like, you know, they had this relationship, they broke up, they got another one, they had fleeing, you know, they got the fuck buddies like that person can never get rejected. But if you truly mm-hmm. find out how many times they've been rejected, it's going to boggle your mind. <laughs> um so I guess it's I guess it comes kind of the same with like unrequited love. It's like what if I fall deeply in love with someone and they just don't love me? That's so scary. I just for me as somebody who's had to quote unquote break somebody's heart because it just became awkward. I find it very hard these days to turn people down. But at the same time I don't want to pity like somebody. Yeah, that that's makes the worst. Sense. Yep. Because I've 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 had to do the whole I know you like me but dude like <laughs> this I can tell you now is not going to go anywhere and I just don't feel the same and it ended up becoming very not violent but very like you shouldn't have made me tell you that I like you and what not what not and this person was genuinely upset with me but at the same time we worked together so it's like Oof. it just yeah it, it was just very <laughs> it was very awkward so it's like you're you're in the same room and you can tell that this person likes you and you don't like them and everybody around you knows and you're just like i need to put an end to this i need this to stop because it's it's better you go looking for somebody who actually can return the feelings that you clearly want to give to somebody and i'm not that person but this person even when i you know you let them down gently like i'm sorry you know i just don't feel the same way it was like you should have told me 
Yeah, no, that's that's a bit toxic because I'll say yeah. this, like I was in the, and I freaking hate this, a talking stage or whatever. I really hate, I really, I really hate the idea of a talking stage. I really, trust me, I've, I don't think that it is a real thing, but whatever. I was in a talking stage with someone for a while and yeah. I, I caught feelings and I was like, I, I have feelings for you. And I was like, this time I, I was very honest and upfront, like, mm-hmm. you know, cause I've seen everyone say no, especially ladies are like, no, if you're talking to a girl, you need to be, you know, you need to be upfront from the get go, let her know your intentions. And it's like, but what is like, what about us? Like right now, like this is our first time conversing. Yeah. I don't know you. What about no. after we talk for like, like, am I supposed to say now like, oh, there's a potential and I might like you. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, get your intentions up front. Like, when you figure it out, let me know because I've also been told that like you have to let him know your intentions. And I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, I don't even know what my intentions are in the next twelve seconds. So I need everybody to calm down. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I was, you know, I'd been conversing with her, and then I I caught feelings, and I told her like I have feelings for you. Yeah, and and she was like, yeah, I have feelings for you too. I'm like, cool, let's get to the next step then. And then Diddy Darling, Diddy Darling. And she was like, actually, no, I'm not ready for this yet and stuff. And I was like, okay. But for me, I was like, for me, my feelings are pretty intense. And I know you want to be friends. But I can't be friends because I have strong feelings. So I will separate myself from you (laughs) because... I'll just be hurt every time we speak. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be feeling lacking. And I said that so I was just very straight up. Like it's just not going to work. I don't have the emotional maturity to do that. <laughs> I get that some people can, but I personally just, I, I don't. You cannot compartmentalize your emotions or your feelings for this person. No, no, not, not at that moment. Maybe after some time passes, but not mm. at that moment. Like, oh, let's just continue the way we we're talking. And I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> Maybe you can, but I can't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and every once in a while, this person texts me and it's it's like, you're pulling me back. It can, it's completely none, whatever, but it's like, it's, man, it's so frustrating. It's like, I'm, I'm, I've walked a thousand miles and you, just with one fucking text, you pull me all the way back and I'm like, fuck me, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> Some of us are weak, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, biggest fears about... Like you said, like, losing love, that's that's definitely a fear. Mm. But do you ever fear in the non-romantic sense? Not receiving love, say, from a parent or, you know... Or a friend? A I friend. Think so. I, I, I... It's something that I struggle with sometimes. Of, yeah. Um... You know, because like when I get close to people I, and you spend a lot of time with them, you're like, oh, that's my friend. And then mm-hmm. um, it's something that I've brought up many times. Where it's like, oh, but I never get invited to stuff. Mm. Like I've never invited, you know, like, am I their friend really? Yeah. And they never ever, with, without being prompted, just come to me and say, yeah, I say, I've got a new babe. It's always, I see a new girl and it's like, that's... Oh, that's oh okay, cool. How long? Oh, a month. Wow. Okay. Jeez, cool stuff. Oh, you're getting <laughs> married. Amazing. When is it? What next week? Okay. Whereas with me, it's like oh, this is girl who I chatted with for the first time yesterday. Yeah. And sometimes it seems like oh no, I just don't. I just don't talk, man. You know, like <laughs> I'm just not that kind of guy who talks. 
you you talk you're expressive me i don't i'm stoic and it's like cool but <laughs> it's like i i really my friend though like losing that mm-hmm. is painful it's just as painful as like losing a romantic partner i think because yeah. it's like you put so much into some or i put so much i guess let me speak for myself i put so much into into that relationship and it's first of all not being reciprocated you know um mm-hmm. there are certain needs that i have you know like some of my most memorable moments with my friends there's one time when a friend of mine just came completely unannounced he brought his tv and his console and was like today i'm coming to play motor combat at your place and i'm like yeah, you know i was completely unprepared i was in an absolute depressive state i was lying in my bed and i just sat there and we didn't even talk he didn't talk to me i didn't talk to him he just played motor combat for hours and then left <laughs> and that is to me one of the most intimate moments i've ever had with him Mm-hmm. I shit you not. I think about that all the time. And if he's hearing, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. And it's stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like that is so important to me. Yeah. But that that's somebody who knows you or knows we have a good enough relationship to not always communicate even when we're not even when we're in the same room. But for me, I think one of the things I get scared about is am i loving the person enough so i always look at my parents and i'm like do i am i showing you that i love you enough or like my brother like am i am i loving you enough so i've gotten into this habit which is now making everybody weird like <laughs> a little bit freaked out when i'm just like randomly in the day i'm just like i love you like i need you to know that i love you and if yeah. something happens just know that at least you know you know that i love you or even my friends where i'm like i feel like i haven't had a conversation where i just say hi how are you doing and how can i help you that's really really good cuz like even us recently as guys yeah i think we've we've actively taken a uh, the you know guys are weird man the patriarchy guys are weird man <laughs> Um, but <laughs> it's oh, no, shackles, the shackles of this. Anyway, so like guys show that they love each other as jokes, you know, yes. like or when something dramatic happens. Nah, no, 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 got love for you, man. Whatever. But like, when, what about when there's nothing dramatic happening? Why can't you just come up to me and be like, ah, you know, like I love you, man. Or ah, I was thinking about you. Here's a meme or something. Just, just show someone that you care. Just show your fellow bro that you care about them. It, it goes a long way because, and and I had, I, I had brought this up with one of my friends. I was like, there's a certain point in life where the value of men as mm-hmm. humans just diminishes. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about men because they are just a human being. They have to be a a something. Or they have to mm-hmm. do a something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, oh, this yeah. is Mister So and So, the whatever of whatever. Or oh, this is Mister Whatever Whatever. He bought me this. Or oh, this is my boyfriend. He gives me boyfriend allowance or some nonsense. What about <laughs> this is John? He's a fucking human being and he has value because he's alive. Do you think it's because we have this stereotype of men are supposed to be strong and warrior-like, protected, and showing? a level of love or affection is deemed as some sort of weakness. I exactly it is that. 
and and something that I, I always add to that is because every time that's brought up, it's like, oh, are you blaming women for not liking men for no reason? I'm like, no. This is also something that other men do. How many times do other men just yeah. value other men for existing? They don't. It's always like, oh, that's the the boss of whatever. It it is that. It's it, and I hate this term because it's badly branded, but it is what <laughs> it is. It's toxic masculinity. You know, yes. it's not that masculinity in and itself is bad. It's the bad sides of it that make yes. it toxic. You know, like the fact that you can't value a man unless like, oh, he's a war hero. He died for mm. his country. Like, I don't want to fucking go to war. Why am I not a hero <laughs> just for existing? That That is toxic masculinity and the patriarchy at work. And because men don't have value inherently, they have mm-hmm. to do weird shit to show that they have value. What weird shit are you people doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like these fake macho things. Yeah. Like trying to stand out. It's because it's a cry for help. It's a mm-hmm. cry for... It's... I used to be hugged by my mom till I turned 12. Suddenly, I'm not worthy enough of hugs. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, now you're That's a man. not cool. You're, you know? Yeah, like it's... Be, yeah. And there's a... Oh, man, I wish I could find this video. It's completely gone. I try searching for it all the time. Um, they show boys. Yeah. Aged between 6 and like 10. And then uh, yeah. like... 12 to 14 and then like the high school ones the, the upper high school like 16 to 20 or whatever and from 6 to whatever when you ask them what do you love they always be like I love my best friend this is my shine and they're holding hands and you notice even the boys in the neighborhood probably do that your young nieces and nephews whatever they probably yeah. do that even 10 year olds like oh I love my best friend I love my best friend you know like my whole world like you know like you plan your life around your best friend and then once <laughs> you get 16 that stops you no longer love you can they don't even say they have best friends anymore boys you know what i mean like they don't it's it just goes away but is that true i don't think so i think we're taught to stop doing that and that leaves a vacuum Mm -hmm. we are seeking we're constantly seeking that approval we want to be loved in a very tender way but we're not allowed to say love me tenderly well you need to be loved tenderly but make it appear sort of masculine so that you're not sort of brought down to being what is it that they say a sissy a wuss yeah something like that that's not really sad and that's where the weird behavior comes from that's where you get uh weird misogynistic behavior it's like oh i i i want tender love from girls but actually i'm gonna like you know cat call them because i'm above women or whatever it's like no you just want to you want love from a woman but then like (laughs) Just be vulnerable, dude. Stop being weird. <laughs> the question people need to ask themselves is, would you cat call your mom? If not, please just stop doing it. <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff which is normalized, <laughs> which is, like I said, it's weird. It, it's, <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. But now that we're on the topic of sort of um, masculinity or toxic masculinity and love, would you say there's a difference in the way women love and the way men love? I think that women are allowed to be more expressive about it mm-hmm. without uh, it being looked down upon. When men are expressive about it, it has to be like showy. 
like I'm kneeling yeah. in front of the Eiffel Tower and I have flowers and I've put roses and like here's a ring <laughs> and stuff and that's acceptable. But what about just I cooked for you? I picked <laughs> you up know? the kids. I washed yeah. the dishes. I made the beds. Yeah, I think that stuff is only like relegated to people who are like already deep in a relationship, and then they never even broadcast it. It's like yeah, it's like. It's only like people who are like married or like people who've been in a relationship for a long time. You never see someone who's like, oh, we started dating three months ago and he's 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 now, you know, helping me wash my hair. People will be like, oh, he's whipped. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, now that you come to the whole showy love thing, but isn't that just people trying to compensate for something? Because I, I see no need for you to publicize your love. Or I disagree. I, I, don't, I, I, I disagree heavily there. I'll say this. Because I think it's a personality thing. So like yeah. for me, like, right, I'm very expressive. You know, yeah. like I, I, if I like a, I'll give a practical example. I saw Arcane League of Legends recently. And I think it's one of the best yeah. things I've ever seen in my life. And immediately after I saw it, I was like, this is the best thing I've seen in my life. And some people are irritated by that. It's like, oh my God, here we fucking go again. But it's like, no, like I'm, a, I'm expressive and I'm an expressive individual. I've seen mm-hmm. something and it makes me feel something. I have to say something about it. Now, ima- and that, this is just a TV show, right? Now, yeah. imagine how, how much I want to express th- that I love you. So you like throw them on Instagram? <laughs> yes, dude. I've, you're my ah, fucking okay. favorite thing in the world. Like, no. you're the most special thing in the world. If I do a hundred Twitter thread for a fucking cartoon that I love. What do you think I'll do for someone who is the most important person to me? But that's my personality, I, you get? Yeah, like, yeah I, I get that. I think because I'm a private person, especially when it comes to anybody I'm dating, I tend not to be very public about it or very showy about it. Mm, so I always fair. tell people that that if I ever, you know, decide to get married, there's a very good chance I'll just be like, yep, that happened. We're moving on <laughs> in life. It was great. Right. Here's the <laughs> one picture of the entire that, ceremony. That's <laughs> very, very fair. I totally get that. But what would happen so, if, let's say, we got married? Would you be mad yeah. at the fact that I'm always fucking I, I, I don't think I would be mad because at that point I would understand that that's you. Mm. I would probably just request that we keep it to five pictures or something <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't mind but yeah. at the same time i'm also like nobody needs to see this it's not anybody's business i have genuinely no problem with it but at the same time leave a little mystery to what's going on in your life I think for me, where I come from is sometimes I feel like people are trying to validate something, especially if you have taken a person from another person or if somebody has broken your heart and then now you need to prove to the world, like, look, I'm fine. I'm with this dude. He is great. He, you know, we're living Mm. the best life. I I get that. But then and I guess it's one of those things where it's a way of figuring out whether someone is genuine or not because when I got my heart broken, I was very open, just as open as I was about when I was in love. I was very open about the fact that this sucks and and everything sucks and and I'm hurting. 
just as loud as I was about being in love, I was as loud as I was about being heartbroken. And I, I think that's important as well. I think it's it sounds a bit morbid to say, but seeing other people go like, yeah, I've been heartbroken and it was super fucking hard for me. Helps because it's like, hmm. yeah, I'm not a weirdo because I, I have felt that way before. But people like to express their wins and not their losses. And that's that dangerous. Is, I, th- I, th- yeah. I think if we posted more of our losses, uh, a lot of people would realize how good they have it. Yes. Yes. That I and, agree with. And people would also try more because they'll be like, that guy is successful, but he, he he's, has so many L's. He has this yeah. one win and he's very successful at it, but look at how many L's he's had to get to that one W. And it might inspire someone to say, you know what, let me try because I'll probably get an L like him, but he managed to go through that. Let me Let me keep striving as well. But no, all you hear is, oh, she's a self-made billionaire and because it's her first business and it's like, is it really? Is it really? In um, wrapping up, I usually do a lightning round. So I'll ask you uh, okay. five questions. You just okay. give me first thing that comes to your mind, short answers. Don't even have to elaborate. But are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope they aren't wild questions. <laughs> I, I doubt. I doubt. They're pretty tame. Okay. We, we've kept it PG 13. Okay. Ish. So, number one, <laughs> straight and simple. Would you relocate for love? Yes. What are your thoughts on online dating to find love? <laughs> um, I think it's necessary in this day and age. 
especially for someone like me all my hobbies are indoors i play games yeah. i watch anime i watch movies i go to work i come back home i go see my friends unless my friends have friends which is how i've met women and i think uh-huh. it's the most common one as somebody who has tried it i'm just going to say it's the absolute pits yeah no it's terrible as shit. <laughs> it's absolutely it's absolutely terrible terrible it's it's terrible 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 like it's just so bad extremely bad yeah um oh, man question number 3 your favorite love song man that's a, that's a fresher one for me man um oh yeah i know i know one um Wish you were here by Incubus. I love okay. that song. Yeah. If you if you're that's my favorite band. If you were listening, listen to Wish You Were Here by Incubus. It is an absolute classic. It's super super. Great. <laughs> okay. Uh question number 4. What's the craziest thing you've ever done for love? I don't know. I don't know if it's I don't think I've done anything crazy to me. I it's, it's a boring answer. I know, <laughs> but I, I I don't think I've done anything crazy so you, you know you like, just played safe i guess so you know like i i don't yeah. know i i traveled once like to where to kitwe from Osaka. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, i don't think that's crazy i think that's just the normal thing that you would do i guess yeah i don't know um, i'm sure it will come to you <laughs> maybe maybe it will come to me i i don't think i've done anything like wild We I'm not very um uh what adventurous I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I overthink a lot so <laughs> it's hard for me to do something like very adventurous. And the yeah. last question, would you rather be loved or you know love someone else and they not love you? I mean, I've been in the, the I love someone and they don't love me situation. That sucks. <laughs> so because I know how much that sucks, I don't think I'd want someone to be in love with me and I don't love them. And I'm very sure I've never been in that situation before. <laughs> you never That's a really know. difficult one. That's a really difficult one. Oh man. I don't ever I don't ever want to be in that situation again, man. Like it's, it's Yeah, this is the episode where someone's going to come out of the woodworks and be like, "Dennis, remember that time?" Oh, I I loved man. you. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. If it happens, I will I don't know. <laughs> we'll come back for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If it happens, I'll come back for another episode. That's 100%. Um yeah. you know, I I wouldn't want someone to go through what I went through, so I'll just go with I'll love someone and and they don't love me back because as cliche as it sounds, it's better to have loved and I guess lost. not lost at this point because you didn't have it in the first place. But it's better to have felt love than never feeling it at all, you know. Oh the all the snaps, all the snaps. <laughs> <laughs> all the poetic snaps. But yes, I have to say thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. And, thank you very uh, much. Where can people find you if they want to stalk you or slide into your DMs and be like, <laughs> "Hey dude." <laughs> I mean, Please, I feel idiot. like I feel like if I tell them, they'll go through my timeline and be like, "Wow, that was a fucking mistake." Um, 
<laughs> we want to put everything out there that everything you know they need to know what they're getting into so if anybody wants to slide into your dms where can they find you you can find me on twitter and instagram on the same handle Kid Tick. It's a really bad portmanteau of my nickname Kid and Critic. So K I W D T I C. So yeah, I'm always on Twitter. Like I'm just, I live there. <laughs> I've lived there for over ten years. So um, that's where I always am. I love Instagram. It's my favorite social media. It has the least drama, <laughs> and it's my most curated. So I don't see nonsense on it. Okay, so anybody who wants to slide into his DMs, um, you now know where to find him. <laughs> thanks again. <laughs> thanks Thank again for coming on the show. Awesome, it was fun. Thank you for listening to Hey, Am I Alone Here? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And interact with us on our socials. Details in the show notes. Bye.